powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Well, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show this wonderful, beautiful Tuesday morning. The sun is shining in Seattle, and as you can tell by my voice, I am not Dr. Pat. What are you doing with her? <laughs> Free host the last few days. I've had a new host. What's no, going on? I know. She's on San- some sandy beach somewhere, mm, right? Yes, that's Taking very true. Taking a well-deserved vacation, mm-hmm. and I'm sure all the visitors... she's thriving. That's yeah. what she's doing. She's totally thriving. She's thriving. She's thriving. There you are. I got you. Now. I got you. She's thriving. <laughs> and I'm sure all the visitors miss her, but uh, you know, I... Um, we, you know, I, I think Benny, I've got some pretty big shoes to fill, don't I? You know, they're not as big as you think. Well, what kind of shoes are we talking about? Like well, sandals or boots? Or <laughs> well, what? they're definitely not clown shoes, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was really hoping you'd say sandals. Uh, yeah, I could say sandals too. Maybe some Tevas if I'm putting out brands in particular. <laughs> well, I've got this thing in my head. You know, I think that if we look back at all of our world's great spiritual traditions and mm-hmm. the leaders that started that. Mm-hmm. I think they all wore sandals. I believe so, too. If you look at Jesus. Oh, and, no. And, and <laughs> it's uh, this true. Is, this is way too weird. You, no, Open and, toes. And, yeah, Gandhi, <laughs> even. Uh, Mother Teresa. It's so true. Know? So it's uh, uh, pretty much a toes-up thing for spirituality, don't you think? <laughs> Absolutely. One of our assistants at our office has a great sign on her desk, and it says, One shoe can change your life. And it's signed, Cinderella. <laughs> That's right. That's good. And she's right on. You know, you yeah. never know just how the ordinary things in life sometimes can create extraordinary outcomes and changes in our lives. And that's really true with the Dr. Pat Show. You know, that's what it's all about. Radio to thrive by, and every day she helps people listen to uh, the show to help explore the many possible ways of having better lives with wonderful speakers and topics. And since this is the last Tuesday of every month, Dr. Pat's pleased to host one of the, her most popular speakers and someone who I care a lot about and who I think is perhaps one of the most... Oh, wonderful, insightful, inspirational, thoughtful, spiritual leaders in the Puget Sound area. Oh, yeah. keep it going. I know. I know. She loves I know. Keep it going. This is thick. <laughs> I know. But she's a woman like Dr. Pat, who is dedicated to helping and guiding people to discover a life they never thought possible. And, 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 and encouraging us all to create a world that really works for everybody. And not just for some of us, but really, really for all of us. And that woman is, of course, Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis. Senior Minister and Spiritual Director for the Center for Spiritual Living in Seattle. And welcome to the show, Reverend Kathy Ann. Oh, thank you. Are you going to introduce yourself? Yes, I'm Reverend Michael Lingersall. <laughs> yeah. Didn't I say that at the top? No. Not uh, really. Oh, Benny, you just got carried <laughs> hey, away. You know, you took the ball and went running with it, so okay. I'm just going to fall right behind you. Okay. Well, Reverend Kathy Ann, welcome. Oh, thank you. Yeah, and every time you're on the show, I know with Dr. Pat, you've been sharing some with listeners all kinds of spiritual tools to help mm. them create better lives. In fact, the theme for the show originally was building a better life and building a better world world. Yeah. But I know personally that you and one of your passions is really to help people not just to have better lives, but thriving lives. So yes, yes. That's what we're going to talk about today. Oh, I'd love to. Yeah, that's so great. What are your thoughts about thriving? Well, you know, thriving is endless and open-ended. I think so many people uh, figure out what's wrong with their life and they just want to fix it. And then they fix it and then they have no new plan. And so therefore, they go from sick to not sick, but then they never go to thriving. For instance, if they don't have a job, they may go uh, into getting a job and say, oh, yay, I finally have a job. But it may not be a job they like. So once again, they're not thriving. And even if they have a job they like, they may not be working with people they love. So once again, they're not thriving. And I think that people can break through. And I love it. Uh, Pat always talks about this, about busting through. And I think we have to bust through our objections and our obstacles to having the life we really want. 
Well, I, I can remember the first time I heard the word thrive used in my household. It was with my parents and my grandparents. And they used that word to describe the type of life they hoped that we would have, a type, a life that was perhaps better than the life they were able to afford to give us. And, but we have to keep that in perspective because these were post-war and post-depression folks who really for just having a, a warm meal on the table and a house and shelter, like it still is, that's still true today in places of the world. Mm-hmm. That was considered a good life. And, and it is a good life. Yeah. That the needs are met. Exactly right. But in it, I have the biggest kick when I think about my, like my nephew's children and their concept of what thriving for their life is going to look like, how different than from ours. For instance, if I, I mean, they don't even have a concept of a rotary telephone that's not on their, on their radar at all. But, at the same time, too, what if I take my my uh, BlackBerry or my iPod or something else to an, an elderly relative, they get the biggest kick out of that because for them, those kind of things are what identify us as thriving. So, mm-hmm. you know, looking to the future, perhaps what are the, what, what's their sense of thriving going to be? So I think it's very conditional as well, too, as we look upon different places in the world and, and different times in people's lives and what thriving may look like. For them, they may have a virtual community in the future or a global community, which we don't even have uh, a, a concept of yet. You know, I don't think thriving has to do so much with what we've got. I think thriving has to do with what we're able to enjoy. And are we satisfied? And do we feel fulfilled? Do we do we have meaning and satisfying expressions in the world? Do we have meaning and satisfying relationships? Do we have a friend? Um, do we have more than one friend? Uh, do are, do we do we make a difference? It's said that there's a study out that um, 70 year olds were asked what they would change in their life, and most of them said, "I would do something more meaningful with my life." Mm. I mean, I don't want to be 70 years old and find out that I could have done something meaningful. Perhaps it's best to find that out now and then thrive in that meaning, allow ourselves to really grow and develop and and love what we're doing. Well, you know, we've been talking about individuals thriving, and, and let's talk a little bit more about that and how, how we can make the world that really works for everyone as well. And that's a big question and a big vision. So, yeah. So how do we step into that as well? Well, th- I think there's two ways. First of all, happy people are going to make a happier world. <laughs> you know, when I see, when I run into people that are just cranky, I think, wow, what, you know, you're so not happy. And they get it all over everybody. That's the thing I love about cranky people. They're so willing to share their bad mood. Man. <laughs> In fact, actually, I think they get, get great joy out of, can I bring you down? Uh, so happier people, if, if we, they knew that they could find a sense of satisfaction and fulfillment and a sense of great joy, uh, we'd make it, we'd just make the mental, mental atmosphere better. Um, plus the fact that I think we have to understand and realize that there's probably a balance we can find where people can do creative and meaningful work that will, uh, prosper and benefit the world. Um, you know, I, I didn't, I don't have it in my mind right now. I'm so sorry I didn't bring it, but all of a sudden I'm flashing on a news article I read in the Seattle Times maybe three or four weeks ago about one of the richest um, uh, Muslims in the world and how he is investing. And he invests in countries that need need opportunities. And he said, you know, I don't won't make a, a lot of money real quick, but I will make a difference. And he's still making money, but he's, he's, he's doing things like, uh, creating, um, 
uh, factories that that do that make fishing nets because there was no way for the people to to do uh, real fishing outside of their villages on the on the ocean. I mean, this is amazing and what he's doing. So I think there's a way to thrive and to and to hold in mind that if I thrive but the rest of the planet doesn't, eventually I'm going to lose. Well, th- that's really absolutely true, and it's. It's also this sense of moving from a me to we consciousness in all that we try to do. And But what are the first steps you think people to, can do to create a life that's thriving if they don't feel that that's happening to them right now? I think they get to get real clear on what's missing. You know, what's missing? Is it um, relationships? Is it uh, joy? Uh, am I exercising enough? Do I feel good about myself? To do some very honest self-assessment. I mean, they think that's at the heart of a lot of things. Some honest self-assessment, and then you get some coaching. There's lots of coaches out there. There's spiritual coaches. There's mental coaches. There's lots of coaches. So that people who believe in them and are trained to believe in them can start to show them the steps out. Because, you see, the thing of it is is it's also individual. It's just so so individual that I think a lot of times there's these wonderful um, cliches and do this and do this and do this. Well, it may not work for everybody. And then they do it and then they feel even worse (laughs) because they did it and it doesn't work. Well, also surrounding themselves with people who want it to work for them. Oh, yeah. You got to have a coach. You got to have friends. You got to have support. The Buddha said that you need a Sangha, which is a spiritual community. You need a group of people who believe in you. No matter what kind of spiritual path you're on, it doesn't really matter. But you need people who believe in you. Well, that's, I, I know that's true for you in your own life, that you have a Sangha, a group of support people as well, too. And you encourage that at the Center for Spiritual Living for people to have community. Yes. To have that sense of support in Sangha. Mm-hmm. Well, besides that, there's also the, this, the notion that um, we have to, to, I think, do some gold mining within ourselves to find out, as you mentioned earlier, those things that are really important to ourselves and not something that someone tells us it ought to be important, but what we really feel that we're here to do and finding that deeper purpose and finding out how that purpose can help serve other people. Yeah. You know, there's a, a really easy technique I've, uh, I was told a long time ago for finding your purpose because a lot of people do a lot of soul searching and spend years looking for their purpose. And I, this was so easy. So please don't, I just said <laughs> there's more than one way to do things and I'm going to give you a way. Uh, but it's to find what you really love and see what the world means and what world needs and find the intersection. So if you really, for, for instance, I really like to talk. so i found the intersection for that uh i also what i've i also like riding horses but i'm not so sure that the world needs that so i didn't that's not the purpose i've followed well today our special guest on the dr pat show is the reverend dr kathy ann lewis senior minister and spiritual director for the center for spiritual living located just northeast of the university village on sandpoint way You know, after a short break, we'll continue on discussing how to create a thriving life. And a bit later, we'll be taking calls from you if you have questions and comments for Reverend Kathy Ann. So if creating a life that is beyond just good, if that's important to you, then please stick around. We'll be right back. This is the Dr. Pat Show, Radio to Thrive By.
out how you can not only slim down, but actually turn your health around and prevent diseases like diabetes, heart disease, and cancer. One special medical spa is changing the way healthcare is practiced and doing it all at a magnificent 10,000 square foot luxury spa setting in Issaquah, Washington. Avakai Spa is the spa of the future. Call Avakai Spa at 800-988-7705 or visit avakai.com. That's A-V-I-K-A-I.com. Are you seeking deeper purpose and meaning? Then don't miss the insights, inspiration, and life-changing perspective of Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis from the Center for Spiritual Living. In her monthly show, Building a Better Life, Building a Better World, the last Tuesday of every month on the Dr. Pat Show. With practical spiritual principles and insights from the world's greatest spiritual traditions, visit spiritualliving.org for more information. Has the pet food recall left you confused and concerned about what to feed your four-legged family members? Sam's Cats and Dogs, naturally, has you covered with expert advice and information about ingredients or how to supplement a fresh food diet to keep your furry friends healthy and happy. And all our foods are unconditionally guaranteed. Visit us at samscatsanddogs.com. That's samscatsanddogs.com in Monroe, Washington at 206 East Main. Contrary to popular belief, having a baby is not always a happy, glowing experience. Many women develop a variety of mood problems, most often depression. Thankfully, there are many options available to heal or prevent this debilitating condition. Dr. Shoshana Bennett is shining a light on postpartum depression right here on the Dr. Pat Show. So tune in and find out how to help someone you love. For more information about postpartum depression, visit postpartumdepressionhelp.com. Okay, everyone, listen up. You can do it. You can quit smoking in as little as 30 days with zero smoke. That's right, a new product to help you quit smoking now. And here's the deal. You don't need to spend hundreds of dollars on gum, patches, or pills. Zero Smoke helps you quit naturally using biomagnets. It works by placing these neat little magnets on either side of your ear. Then science takes over. It's just like acupressure. The urge to smoke goes away. This product has sold like crazy in Europe and has just been introduced in the United States. In fact, Sal the Stockbroker is using the product to quit. It's a disgusting habit, and you need to quit today. Now, everybody, go to their website, zerosmoke.org, or call them at 800-577-9933 and take advantage of their risk-free offer. That's right. Just pay shipping, and they will send you this revolutionary product absolutely free. What do you have to lose? It's the summer. You want to feel good, and you want to quit that nasty habit. That's 800-577-9933, or go to the web at zerosmoke.org. Open your ears, open your heart, open your mind. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. And we're back. This is the Dr. Pat Show, and I'm Reverend Michael Ingersoll, and I'm standing in for Dr. Pat while she's on some beach somewhere, soaking up the sun. A beautiful, wonderful day like today in Seattle, and our special guest today is Reverend Kathy Ann Lewis, Senior Minister and Spiritual Director for Center for Spiritual Living. And we've been discussing ideas and ways to create a life that is more than just good, but a life that is really thriving. Yeah. And and we we mentioned, Reverend Kathy Ann, earlier in the segment, a little bit about children and uh, you know how how are, how are we addressing children today in that concept of thriving? How how do we teach them about it? I can't think of any school that, that I'm aware of that where they would be taught this principle of thriving. 
You know, I don't either. Ex- <laughs> well, at least not not in public schools. We we don't teach our children a lot of things. Like sometimes I'm wondering if we even teach each other how to teach our children how to get along, which I think has a lot to do with thriving. And I was also looking at really um having to interact with a lot of parents who feel guilty that they haven't given their children enough. And so if the child wants something, they're getting it. And uh, sometimes it's a really uh, a hardship on the whole family, which isn't teaching the whole f- the child thriving, actually. It's teaching that if I say I want something, it'll show up. But that's not always going to be this that case when they're when they're maturing. So perhaps thriving has to do with teaching the child um, that the family is engaged and involved in making the world a better place so that they can truly appreciate what they do have. I know that our um, teens went to Mexico to do some service work uh, last summer, and it changed their lives. I mean, it's very difficult for them to get upset because they don't have a TV in their bedroom anymore when when they see that some kids don't have shoes. And they were spending their spending money on buying buying things for children who have nothing. I think that once we get a perspective of what how the world really is, we can enjoy what we've got more, which is a lot to do with thriving, to really enjoy what we've got, uh, to appreciate it, to value it, um, to take care of it. I also think that you've touched on something which is real important, and, and I think our, in our thinking of having a prosperous and thriving life is built around the notion that you are what you have, meaning, you know, a beautiful house or clothes or a car or the ability to vacation in an exotic place. And, and you pointed out that on other programs that this often gets us into trouble. You know, how, how should we really be defining a prosperous and thriving life when those are the things people point to when they talk to us about thriving. And we talked, you talked, I think, the last, last month a little bit about that sense of why am I accumulating? Well, yeah, why am I accumulating? Maybe it's to fill a hole. And if we have needs, we're going to fill it with something. And I think that thriving has to do with feeling like I have no needs. Now, it doesn't mean that I may not go on vacation. It doesn't mean that I don't have a, the car that I want to drive around that I feel safe in. But but my life is not defined by that. And oftentimes the world tells us we are what we have. Boy, that's that's something to really get away from because that means that we're going to be possessive and we're going to feel insecure if we lose it and we're going to have to protect it and pay for it. We're for certainly not sakes. going to share it. Yeah, right. not share it. Yeah, and that's the concept of what we're trying to talk about today, not only the individual thriving but the group thriving as well too or the, that global sense of how does everyone win, mm-hmm. a world that works for everyone. Yeah, there's so much evidence that says that people that volunteer that are out there making a difference in their world, and I say their world because it could just be your neighborhood, could just be helping somebody next door. It doesn't have to be a huge undertaking where where you make a, a, a tremendous difference in the world and they're going to put a statue up in your name. That's nothing. But if you make a difference in your world, you're going to feel better about yourself at the end of the day. You know, I also think tied into this belief that thriving looks like a lot of, also I think, a lot of doing versus looking like a way of being. You know, I know I can wake up in the morning and immediately start creating my checklist of all the things I have to do in order to thrive and to prosper instead of starting my morning thoughtfully considering not what I have to do, but how how I want to be during the day, meaning what am I giving my attention to, how mindful as the Buddhists say, how, how mindful am I of how I'm going to go about my day? Don't you agree? 
I think so. Who am I going to show up as? Am I going to show up at work? See, we could all go to work. That's the doing. But do we show up as a grouch or do we show up as somebody that really encourages other people? And then, and if I encourage people, eventually that's going to come back to me and I'm going to be encouraged and I'm going to feel better. Uh, thriving is a, is truly this experience of being satisfied and fulfilled. Um, a feeling like there's nothing missing, nothing lacking. And most of the time that comes from what we express, not what we uh, acquire. Well, it's also true that I, I, I just brought this uh, little uh, bookmark along with me. I, it just landed in my hand this morning before I left. And on the front it says, because anything is possible and nothing is too good to be true. Yay. And on the inside it says, you are one of the forces of nature. And that's really resonating with what we're talking about today, that we can be responsible for making a change in the world. We can be responsible and it can be, I, I wonder how many people recognize that they are a force, that they can do something, that it's not somebody else that's going to take it, take care of things, that they can maybe step into the, into the arena of, yeah, I am not only equipped, but I may be creative. I may have ideas that someone else didn't have. I, I may be able to do something that's so uniquely mine that it will make a huge difference in the world. Yeah, to live that way is, is, I would say, a very full and satisfying experience. Yeah. I was thinking also, I I have in front of me too, uh, I just happened to see your schedule of events you've got for the Center for Spiritual Living for your fall programming calendar. And what's really wonderful about this is that this whole notion of education and spiritual maturity and, and, and mining your own spiritual path and at the Center for Spiritual Living, I know all paths lead to God. And when I look at the calendar here, we t- there's so many things to help empower people to have thriving lives, like basic spirituality and relationship building, advanced spirituality, a wellness, wholeness, purposes, career. All of those things are, I think, in what you've been talking about, are in the spectrum of things that we have to look at to say, where can I thrive in all areas of my life? Yeah. what One of the things that... Um a lot of people have probably done that are listening to the program right now if they've done a wellness wheel and they notice that they may be doing really well in the in the realm of career and their family life is not so hot or their family life is really great and they go to a job that they hate. So I think thriving means that you have to include everything, that you have to feel good about your body. You have to feel good about your friendships. You need to feel good about your self-expression and your uh, purpose. You need to feel good about the work you do. Um, supposedly, there's two indicators for people living a healthy, long life. One of them, I'm sure Dr. Pat's talked about this before, but one of them is that you have a, a sense of happiness. True happiness. You're happy. And the other one is, is that you have meaningful work. Now, to, to handle those two, man, that, that changes a lot. That's, that really gives, gives you something to, um, to look for. And, and one of the ways that you can be happiest is if you know that you have people that love you and care about you. Someone knows your name. Yeah. I was inspired before we came on the air, what you're talking about your relative and his purpose. Do you oh, want to yeah. share that a little bit? And- oh, well, it's hopefully Uncle Don's not listening to this, but he feels that it's his job to, to, um, to help the ecology. So what he does is he, he buys land in eastern Oregon, eastern Oregon, buys land where he knows that there are springs, and then he creates out of those springs, uh, ponds, large ponds. They're almost lakes, but they're shallow so that they're wonderful wetlands so that the ducks coming from and the geese coming from Canada will have a place to stop. And, uh, and then he donates it to the BLM. And, um, and he was just given a verdict um, 
by the doctor that his heart has had, got a, a very serious problem and he needs a surgery. And he, the doctor told him if he didn't have the surgery, he'd live about a year. And he said, well, I need to have the surgery then because I've got a two-year project before I'm done. And he honestly believes that God gave him this job to help um, bring balance to the earth. And that's and as long as he's doing God's work, he'll be supported. And he is. He's supported in great ways. And and he's really focusing his life on something he's passionate about. Yeah, he's yeah. he's passionate about the ecology and how we can and how we can support wildlife. I want to go down another little road right now because this is about your spiritual philosophy. I know as well is about changing your thinking. You can change your life. Mm-hmm. And so, what kind of changes do we suggest that we make in our thinking to create a, thri- a thriving experience? You know, what kind of changes do we need to start with today? in our thinking that allow us to to prosper and to thrive in ways we haven't before? I think we need to check to see if we're coping. So many people just go numb because their life isn't good, but they just cope. And to really wake up to the idea that I don't think we were born and created to live on this planet to cope with it. And so to evaluate once again, to do us uh, as the 12-step programs would, would say, but only in a little different way, do a serious inventory. Where am I coping? Where am I putting up? Uh, where am I, where am I making do? And, and then really doing a prayer or what, however we would do it and in, you know, in some sort of internal decision to ask for direction so that we could make this area of our life thrive. That's great. Well, hey, Benny, how about some gifts? You know, when we come back, we'll be taking calls from our listeners. And whoever calls in first will be giving them a wonderful CD collection that Reverend Kathy Ann has created. It's wonderful. Called, it's called, uh, uh, what's it called? Together We Thrive. Yeah, right. let's there do it, it is. together. That's what the whole show is about today. And the number to call in is 1-800-930-2819. So please give a call with your questions about how you can create a thriving life for yourself or as we've discussed, your family or at work or other areas of your life. Again, the number is one 800 930 2819. And we'll be right back with your calls when we return. And this is the Dr. Pat Show, Radio to Thrive By. massage don't take a chance on quality come to the award-winning dream clinic whether you are experiencing stress muscle aches or need treatment for an injury dream clinics highly skilled massage therapists tailor their massage plan to meet your individual needs dream clinic is located in the ravenna neighborhood of seattle and is open seven days a week to learn more or schedule an appointment visit dreamclinic.com or call 206-267-0863 
Ladies, your soul is whispering to you. Are you listening? Imagine a woman's magazine dedicated to your inner journey and the deeper aspects of a woman's life. Do you feel an inner tugging of the heart? A desire to live deeper and connect more fully? Aspire magazine features inspiring articles, interviews, and more, and is the premier inspirational and spiritual publication for women. Aspire magazine, inspiration for a woman's soul. Subscribe today at aspiremag.net and have inspiration delivered right to your door. Find out how you can use the power of words in clothing to change your world. Tune in to the Dr. Pat Show to learn all about Creo Mundi, a unique brand that's going to rock this planet. Utilizing the frequencies and positive words on the inside of clothing, Creo Mundi can really help you create your own universe and tap into the law of attraction. Like attracts like at creomundi.com. C-R-E-O-M-U-N-D-I. That's creomundi.com. Why do people travel across the globe to see Dr. Nusheen Darvish at the Holistic Medical Center in Bellevue? Is it her specialization in women's health, allergies, and chronic illness? Is it because she founded a uniquely comprehensive, integrative clinic for cutting-edge, non-invasive, and FDA-approved therapies that improve the health of all patients? Yes, it is. Find out for yourself. 425-451-0404. That's 425-451-0404. Are you carrying around unwanted emotional baggage that is keeping you from living the life your heart desires? Kathy Brody can help you lose that baggage without even going to the airport. You don't have to spend a year in therapy to get rid of bad habits and ideas that don't serve you. Access your own wisdom with hypnosis, regression techniques, reconnective healing, guided imagery, and inverse wave therapy. Stop smoking, manage stress, and handle transition. Call today for your appointment. 206-546-8266. Kathy Brody at Harvest of the Heart can help you start your new life today. Harvestoftheheart.com Find out how to avoid being the next victim of cancer, heart disease, obesity, or diabetes. In his webinar series, The Cure, Save Your Body, Heal Your Life. Dr. Timothy Brantley, the number one best-selling author of The Cure, will share an overview of disease in America, how our eating patterns are destroying our bodies, miracles of natural healing, and his proven guidelines for health, detoxification, and regeneration. Sign up for the webinar series by visiting BrantleyCure.com. More talk, less rock. Come on, that's a good thing. Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. This is the Dr. Pat Show, and I'm Reverend Michael Ingersoll, and our guest today is uh, Reverend Dr. Kathy Ann Lewis, Senior Minister and Spiritual Director for the Center for Spiritual Living, and our topic today is how to create a thriving life. And if you've been listening today to this important idea of having a life that's beyond good, beyond terrific, a life where everything works in your life, and you have a question or comment for Reverend Kathy Ann, uh, what's the number, Benny? It would be 1-800-930-2819. That's toll-free, 1-800-930-2819. It works everywhere. Great. And we have someone on the line? We do. Let's bring on Jay from Alberta, Canada. Great. Hello, Jay. How are you? Pretty good. How are you, Uh Great. Do you have a question for Reverend Kathy Ann? 
Yes, I just wondered. You know, I got uh, fired from my job about a month ago, and uh, it was actually a blessing in disguise. Mm. And I just wondered, um, do we always get some hints from the universe that we're not supposed to be there? Because I took them, I, you know, interesting you're talking about this talk about uh, being at a job and just going there for obligations and money and things like that. I did the same thing. Mm. And A lot uh, of people lose their job when that happens. Yeah. You're very creative. You're powerful. Thank you. <laughs> you didn't have the guts to, to quit, so yeah, this is good. Yeah, this is great. So um, my, my question you is... You are a force that, of nature. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I am. And uh, what was really interesting about that, I just watched a movie just recently called The Ultimate Gift. and I, I love the movie, and it has a special message in that movie that the person what uh, was working for was not about the money. It was about serving other people, helping other people. Yeah. So I just wondered, is that... Um, when we get hits like that, we really, really have to sit down with ourselves and take that action and go for it eh? at no cost, like no cut, no ego, or just just go for it with no cut no, judgment. If you exactly, want to call it that. exactly what the what is the question? Yeah, well, going for your uh, what you believe in and what you enjoy and or bring to joy, and just go for it. Well, yeah, you. Well, see, here's the deal. I think that this is where it really comes to thriving. A lot of people will go from a job that they hate and they'll find a job they like, but then they're paid nothing. And so that's not thriving either. You still have to pay the bills and you still, you know, you still want to eat. Eating's nice. Uh, You might have children to support or a dog or or a cat or something and they want to eat too. So I think thriving is realizing that the universe has for for you a job in which you can express your skills, your talents, your ambition, and your passion. And as you're giving all of that out, all of that moving out of you and blessing other people and blessing the world and blessing your employers and whoever you serve, that you also deserve to be well compensated because of that expression. So thriving to me is having a job that you love, that you feel good about, that you are in the company of others that you enjoy, and you're compensated for the good you do. So when you start to give your attention to that, you'll start to attract to you all sorts of ideas about how you can have all of that. Okay. What happens if we if if, um, if we get successful at whatever serving other people? Sometimes our ego get in there and says, you know, and says, you know, you're, you're not supposed to be doing this, or you're well, just better would, than others. Why would? Why are you worried about your ego? Well, I'm just curious because it's always a thing that always comes in consideration that the ego is always trying to get you out of the way of what you want to do or desire to do. Oh, see, I don't see. So you know, I think some people make the ego the bad guy. And the ego is nothing more than your personality. It's a bundle of, of what makes you unique. And I, you know, when we gave up the devil, I think we accepted the ego as the bad thing. And so, you know, how about just saying, you know what? I'm going to realize that sometimes I'm not thinking as clearly as other times, but we stop battling with ourselves and, and make your ego your friend. How does that sound for you today? That sounds really interesting. Yeah. Make your ego your friend. Yeah. Okay, so how do you shake hands with your ego then? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, you know, if you gave me a, a, a specific thing that you're dealing with, I could answer that. But just in a general rule, it, you're unique, and it's going to be a unique experience for you. But I guess the way that I do it for myself is that I try to listen to all of my my messages 
and I don't consider myself a bad person. Therefore, I don't consider my ego a bad a bad voice to listen to. If you identify yourself as a good person wanting to do good in the world and have a good life, you're going to trust the voices inside of you more. Okay. Well, trust. Trust. Okay. Well, and believe in yourself. Yeah, that's always an interesting thing, too, eh? Well, mm-hmm. believe in yourself. and Yeah, you know, with a group of people, to believe in yourself. Yeah, that's interesting, too. Interesting <laughs> yes. concept. So believe you are a force of nature, okay? Okay, well, yeah. Well, thanks so much. Thanks oh, so much. Sure. Thanks, Jay, for calling in. And, hey, just go ahead and just send me uh, an email, okay, Jay? Sure. And we'll get you out that CD. And again, okay, thank you, Benny. No yep. problem. And the number again is 1-800-930-2819, and uh, we're standing by for some other callers. But during that time, you said something that, that got my attention, and that's at that. And I've heard you say that many times before. What we give our attention to increases, in addition to what you give your attention to attracts like attention. So there's so many events, like he's mentioned in our daily lives, that we may not know would be great catalysts to helping create a more thriving life. And well, you know, I think back to what we give our attention to. If we give our attention to something, that there's something really wrong with us, then we're going to not even be able to trust ourselves. So, you know, if I start to give my attention to what's wrong about me, oh, that could be endless. Mm. Oh, my goodness. What a, what a, <laughs> what a, that's a lifetime occupation. But if I start to give my attention to what's good, then I also find more and more good about me. And, and good about others. And if what I'm looking at in myself, I'm going to see in others and I'm going to see in the world. And I think it's one of the first steps for us to get over this idea that there's something that we have to fill up somehow because we're not inherently defective. We don't have some sort of fatal flaw uh, unless we say we do. Mm. Yes, exact, exactly right. You know, and, and there's so many, which we talked about at the top of the show, too, the Cinderella thing. There are so many things in our lives that show up, perhaps in his life, beyond what he was talking about being fired from work. Perhaps there are some signposts in his life that are, and if he follows that intuitive voice, perhaps things will come into his life that will make a difference. And it's tip, it's difficult. It's difficult to give ourselves permission to start to trust that voice because it could be that in the past that voice has led us down some, I mean, how many of us have made some wrong decisions? <laughs> yes, yes. But oftentimes that's because we don't know that we're, that we can trust the universe. So, so we're just, we're, we feel like we're alone and, and, uh, we're working as hard as we can, but we're not getting anywhere. Well, I know, and I've shared this with you before as well, too. I know that for me, late, late in life, to discover something, a brand new sport for me, something that I absolutely stumbled onto that was not in my radar at all, and the great satisfaction and the sense of thriving that I get from that is so, has opened this other possibility for other things like that stumbling into my life. Yeah. Because I'm so aware and attuned to that and, and so, so very, very happy mm-hmm. that I have this new experience going on in my life right now. Yeah, so if you were going to sort of what you're talking about, but also uh, what, what Jay was speaking about, if you wanted to pay attention to something, perhaps start to pay attention to what gives him joy. Start paying attention to what makes him smile. You know, oftentimes I just watch people's face and I wait for it to light up and I know they're on the right track. So we have to pay attention. What makes me smile? What gives me a thrill? And follow that and trust that. Well, that's, and I also understand too that we what we've been talking about some other examples of people thriving in their life. But can you give me a good example, or what in your life was perhaps the turning point when you said, "Aha! Now I'm having a life that's thriving." When I stopped making work so hard, 
I realized that the theme at our work, for, not only for myself but for everybody around mm-hmm. us, is that we did good stuff, but it wore us out. I mean, literally wore us out. We were, we would just suffer through the whole thing and then, and then pant and talk about, oh my goodness, how hard it was. You know, that was just a theme. And when we stopped talking about how hard it was, things became easy. And I'm still doing what I love, but it's not hard anymore. To me, that's thriving. Well, I, I understand that the Center for Spiritual Living is 86 years old. Is that right? 85. Yeah, 86. Oh, yeah. We are old. 86 years old. And it's been in Seattle for a long time and thriving. And you're thriving so much that you're doing a new construction project, right? Yes. Yes. How's, uh, that, how's that going on? That's a kind of a reflection of thriving, isn't well, it? Well, I've decided that it's easy. <laughs> <laughs> and it is so yeah. far. And it's a good mirror back to the philosophy. I know that the community at, at the Center for Spiritual Living also, from all indications from where I can tell, are really a, a community of people that want to support other people, too, in that community-wide and individual sense of, of thriving, too. Yes. Right? Yes. We're all in it together. Absolutely. Hmm. Uh, um, what, are, what are the next steps, do you think, in terms of for our listeners today to be able to, from what all they've heard today, they've been given lots of different kinds of insights, what do you think the first step for them is to be able to create a thriving life? The very first step. The very first step. Well, um, start paying attention to your heart. Pay attention to what you really want. Listen to your heart. Listen to your gut. Um, I was read recently, and I think a lot of people know this, that the whole body thinks. So there's just as many uh, thinking molecules happening throughout the body as there is in the brain. But unfortunately, the brain has trained, trained itself to doubt what we think. So I would always listen to my gut and listen to my heart and, and you know, those sort of inner instincts and say, what what would make me really happy? What and it might be something crazy like taking up trapeze <laughs> or uh, or learning to do pottery. Yes. This is the Dr. Pat Show with Reverend Kathy Ann Lewis today. And when we come back, I'm going to ask you to give our listeners three practical tools that they can start to, cre- to increase their life, to, to have a life that's more prosperous and fulfilling to that. So, again, we're the Dr. Pat Show, KKNW 1150 AM Alternative Talk Radio, and we, we'll be right back. Ready to put cancer behind you? Clarify your purpose in life after a cancer diagnosis. Learn new tools and take back your life. Rekindle your spirit and find support in peaceful Hawaii. Join our next retreat with Dr. Jean Octoberg, Karen Cook, and Lou Whitney at Lulu's Cancer Aftercare Retreat Center on the island of Hawaii, September 30th through October 12th. Space is limited, so call now, 808-889-9893, or visit Cancer retreats.org. Aloha. Do you dream of helping to create a more vibrant, healthy world? Study a healthcare method that is gentle, safe, and effective. Homeopathy has been the choice of progressive doctors and other holistic healers and their patients for over 200 years. Its success in major epidemics worldwide is well documented. Contact the Homeopathic Community School of Seattle at homeocommunityschool.com or call Lucy at 425 425- I'm Dr. Pat Vasily, the host of The Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Let me help you take your empowering message to a community of people looking for products and services that value all life on earth and tap into the one true freedom we have, the freedom to choose. Let our listeners choose you. 
Join the buzz and be the buzz. Sponsor the Dr. Pat Show. Call me at 206-523-5522. That's 206-523-5522. Find out what's baffling the medical community. Tune in to the Dr. Pat Show to learn how a 76-year-old woman managed to look 25 years younger by drinking Ashitaba Green, the multifunctional organic whole plant food. What is Ashitaba Green? Why is it so widely used in Japan? How has it changed the lives of others? Meet organic Ashitaba grower Linda Hayano and find out how. Visit ashitabagreen.com or ashitababeauty.com. Medical scientists worldwide are encouraging people to eat more fish. Most American diets are low in cold water fish, which are abundant in important omega-3 oils. DHA and EPA are the vital components of fish oil that provide healthy benefits. Not only are they crucial for brain and vision development, they are very important for cardiovascular health. Carlson Super DHA supplies a special blend of these super omega-3 marine oils that are so important to support vision, brain function, and a healthy heart. Each Carlson Super DHA soft gel contains 1,000 milligrams of cold deep water fish oils. That supplies a full 500 milligrams of DHA and 200 milligrams of EPA, more than most fish meals. Get Carlson's Super DHA from your favorite natural food store today. Carlson's Super DHA. Alternative to what? Alternative to everything else out there on the radio. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome back to the Dr. Sh- uh, Dr. Pat Show. We've been having a wonderful discussion with Reverend Kathy Ann Lewis, Senior Minister at the Center for Spiritual Living, and our topic is about creating a thriving life and, and, and building and attracting all the necessary ingredients to move beyond a good life to a great life. And uh, there are a number of ways we could seem to do that, but, but Reverend Kathy Ann, you, you do have some specific things people can do to kickstart a great new way of being in the world. But before we leave and before we go into that topic of the tools that we talked about, we have a caller on the line, and it's Jean. And let's take her call now. Hello, Jean. Hi. How are you today? Great. How are you? I'm very, very good. And, and do you have a question or a comment for Reverend Kathy Ann? Well, I did have a question. Earlier in the show, you were speaking about... Um, children and raising them with uh, the, the sense of thriving, and you spoke about what you can do at home. I was just wondering if you had any tips or conversations for kind of combating the kind of the pervasive uh, culture that we're in. Um, which is? Which is that you have to have more to be happy, kind oh, of. Yeah. And it's just, you know, they're just bombarded with it. and We are, and maybe that's why the parents have to model being happy. The parents get to model being happy with having a simple meal together. The parents get to model being happy playing games together. If the if a parent always has to have more to be happy, they're teaching that to their kids. If the parent is always striving and and spending a lot of time to make money so that the kids can have something but they're not getting the parents, then what are they teaching them? They're teaching them that stuff's more important than relationships. Excellent. Yeah. 
So, um, and the the happier you are, I, I talk to this uh, about to parents about this a lot, and that is is that the kids are going to just absorb almost by osmosis the, the atmosphere that you bring into the house. And so, are you happy? Are you satisfied? Can you find joy in in every day? And when you do that, you're going to teach your children to do it also. Right, and they're going to need net less stuff <laughs> to be happy. And I, I guess it, it goes for the job as well. So if you're, you know, seeking to do what makes you thrive, you're also teaching that to your children there too. Yes. Yes. Okay. Great. And so that the, the they don't grow up and and realize that work is someplace they have to go and suffer at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it's a it's a good incentive to do what makes me happy. <laughs> yes, and I hope you do. I really do. Great. Thanks for your Thank call, you. Jean. That's wonderful. Right. You know, and, and, and I'm sure that the, the tools that we're going to be talking about right now hold true for the children as much as they do for the adults. Well, well I don't know that they're going to be conscious enough to really work at that. I, I think mm-hmm. that what children do is they model. They model what they what they're taught. Uh, so many people are working under the old work ethic thing, um, which w- was, w- which, you know, I got to go and work and it's just something I do for the family. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I think that there can be another paradigm, which is I'm going to go and contribute to the world and I'm going to be happy about it and I'm going to find something I love. So there's another model and then that the children will pick up on that. I think if we were going to have s- some tools for moving into thriving, everybody should look to see once again, just as a, just a stated again, is where in your life are you coping? And what change, what small change can you make today to make that whatever you're coping with more enjoyable? How can you be responsible for your life, be responsible for your relationships and your friendships? And if you need to, seek help. One of the the things that I've noticed is, is that I always want to surround myself with people who believe in me. So my friends are are going to listen to me if I'm down, but they're going to believe that I'll get back up again. And and I'm not sure that that was always the case in my life. I, I think there were times in my life that I was really surrounding myself with people who loved to one-up each other on how bad it was. Uh, so to do some self-assessment, to be surrounded by people that love you and support you and will help you see a better future, and then to take one small step and start giving your attention to what you love and give your attention to what your heart tells you to do. And and I just thought of an, uh, another example of a Doing something that you love or something you feel compelled to do. And sometimes that ordinary step can have extraordinary outcomes for the world. Do you remember Richard Berger on Alki Point? On Alki? Yes. During the, uh, the, the earthquake mm-hmm. in Pakistan. Mm-hmm. So he was, he felt so moved to do something, but he realized there wasn't much he could do because it was such a large tragedy. Yet he was an REI one day and he saw the heat shield blankets, which runners use and climbers use. And he thought, my goodness, I wonder if they could use these in Pakistan because the winter was coming and they were running out of tents. Mm -hmm. And we were all concerned about that. He made a couple of phone calls. And before we knew it, they were shipping 250,000 of those heat shields to Pakistan through uh, a relief agency and through a a transportation company. Yeah. Through several. And he had no idea. Mm-hmm. that that would be the result of his one thought, the one action he felt compelled to do. What I've noticed is, is that if you have a good intention, the universe will show up to support you in it. And support everyone benefiting from that as well, too. Yeah. And that, well, that's that good intention, yeah. Absolutely. I know that. Uh, and, and I was also reflecting back again on how Richard himself then contacted everybody that he knew 
and said, I have this idea. So he built the base of support, which you were talking about earlier, to help fund and benefit and, and support this idea that he had. Yeah. Yeah, we're not alone. <laughs> we have got lots, we've got lots of support if we start asking around. Yeah, and I think those are the kinds of things that we really, uh, again, focus our attention on will help us not only attract things within our lives, but attract ways of being in the world that are going to be helpful to ourselves and to other people as well. Yes, yes. And, and so in closing today, even from the, uh, from the phone conversations we got, do you have any more thoughts about thriving? Well, I am just um, really aware that the people that I know that are even going through physical obstacles, I mean, their body isn't performing the way they should. They're making huge changes in their life by putting their attention on what still functions, what still is good. They put their attention on what is healthy so that that increases. Oftentimes when we get sick or we we start to have a physical condition that, that people would call a disease, uh, we start to put all our attention there, and it just grows, and it blossoms, and uh, we wonder why we get sicker and sicker. Um, I'm not saying that we don't that we're not we don't avoid facts, but one of the facts is that our body is still operating as as well as it can to overcome the disease. And when we start putting our attention there, we actually help our body heal faster. Well, again, our guest today is Reverend Kathy Ann Lewis, and she's the senior minister at the Center for Spiritual Living. And we, I so appreciate you being with us. And I know that Dr. Pat, at the end of the show, every Tuesday, last Tuesday of the month, asks you to pray us out. Okay. So why don't you, today, in closing, I'd love for you to offer a prayer to our listeners, a prayer about for having a thriving and abundant lives. Can Great. you do that for Let's us? Let's do now? it. Okay. So as you're listening, whatever way is easy for you, just become still. And if you are in alignment with the words I speak, just know that this prayer is for all of us because a prayer is not isolated. It goes out to that which is infinite and everywhere present. And so I know that there is this wonderful sense of energy and life itself that lives through every human being and through all life. And that life is finding ways to express and to express more fully. And it is life's job to multiply and thrive and flourish. And so I give thanks that we are through this agreement of prayer, accepting that thriving energy, that thriving life in us, and that we are finding ways that we are being inspired in ways to flourish, to prosper, and to have a life that is good not only for ourselves, but so that we can share it with everyone around us, so that all benefit and all are blessed. And this is the way that it can be. So let it be that way in us now. And I just simply let this prayer be, knowing that it is always heard, all prayers are heard. And let us accept it. And let us together say, in whatever way we can close this, and so it is, an amen. Oh, that's wonderful. And that's also a tool everyone can use every day to take a moment and become still and silent and have an internal or external prayer, a moment of time, to be able to touch something within that is greater than ourselves, to help help us be more present in the world and help us do things that are more creative and more who we fully and fully are in the world. So thanks again so much, Reverend Kathy Ann. You've been, your wisdom and your suggestions and these wonderful tools have helped us head in the direction of thriving lives. And on behalf of Reverend, um, excuse me, not Reverend, she's not a Reverend yet. Maybe she will be, Benny, someday. Dr. Pat, I'm Reverend Michael Ingersoll, and we wish you a terrific day, a day which is just the beginning of a thriving future to look forward to. So blessings on your way. This is the Dr. Pat Show, Radio to Thrive By, 1150 AM KKNW.